Um, Jake? Yeah, all right. You okay. got one? Yeah, I've got one. All right. It's off the cuff, but I'll try and remember. So um, Tiger Woods is driving along and he needs petrol and he pulls into a gas station, being America. America. In his brand new Beamer. Mm. And uh, this guy at the um, guy at the, one of the other pumps is just watching his brand new Beamer drive in and he just goes, whoa. And he goes, whoa, that guy looks familiar. You know, you know. But watching as uh, Tiger Woods fills up his, um, his car and then as Tiger Woods goes off to pay, he pulls his wallet out of his um, pocket and a golf tee drops on the ground. And the guy sees it and says to him, oh, sorry, excuse me, sir, you've dropped this thing. And uh, Tiger Woods goes, oh, it's just one of the, just a tee I put my balls on. And the guy goes, geez, BMW, think of everything, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the full model? <laughs> That's the M spec. That's Ed's right. Spec, yeah. BMP. <laughs> Boom. Let's go! Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game on AUS podcast, episode 58. Stick it up, you date! Oh, hey. you bloody wood. Uh, <laughs> it's the 23rd of November. Welcome to your Thursday on a beautiful sunny day in Perth. We've got so much to get through. A massive announcement regarding the Game on AUS podcast, the team, the website, everything. The future... With an EA sponsorship. I mean, how good does that sound, eh? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds pretty <laughs> bloody good. We'll get to that in just a moment. Black Friday sales will bring you the best from around the country right here in Australia. Loot boxes come to Australia. The controversy blowing up in the eastern states. Will it reach Perth? We'll find out. Connect and the tech that changed your life. What are you playing? Got you in my sides. I'm going to have a fair old bloody crack at you, oh, mate. I can't wait. You got it. Bring it on. on. Bring Retro it. pick of the week. Are you ready, Danny? Let's do it, buddy! That was a nice little vibrato there by you. Oh, mate, you know, I used to sing in my day, as you know, Pete. Bloody did a ripper. (laughs) Welcome. Um, My name's Pete. My name's Dan the Internet. And we do this because we just bloody love gaming, Bloody love gaming. What else do we love, Pete? Bloody gaming, Dan. Bloody gaming, Pete. Bloody ripper, mate. It is a ripper. Mate, it honestly is. um, I don't want to get too deep and meaningful too early on, but it really is the one joy in my life that I rely on constantly, as as well as my kids and my wife and all that shit. Mm. But gaming... I love it. I fucking love it. So do I. You know, because I get goosebumps thinking about it. If it's a hard day's work, you're coming home for gaming. Great. If you've had an argument with the missus or something, gaming. Great. Take your mind off it. Yeah. You know, if, if you're just getting the boys around for a bit of fun. Yep. Gaming. Yep. Don't judge me on this. But I know you will. And I know the uh, our fantastic game on audience will as well, but I'm going to say it anyway. So last night I went and saw Cat Stevens. Yusuf Cat Stevens, right? Mm. Now, I see the judgment in your eyes and shut the fuck up. He's a legend, right? Great songwriter. <laughs> hey, brilliant. Hey, I haven't even fucking said anything yet. I know, I can see it in your face. But what pissed me off, and I had that, you know, I'm 40, 44 years old, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm an old, getting to be an old man. And I was thinking last night, oh, like on the way home, shit, 
I'm going to get home, get ready, go straight out to dinner with the old man and my wife, Leanna, and, and her mum, Anne. Then to Cat Stevens, then I get home, right? And and I thought it was because, you know, the whole old thing, oh, I don't want to go out, I don't want to go home. Mm. But it's because I couldn't bloody game. Yeah, mate, don't even blame And I got stuff. home at 11.30. Cat bloody Cat Stevens, who's yeah. 69 years old, bloody almost did three-hour show. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Cat, wrap it up, mate. What a wanker. I had a couple of games of Provo me, <laughs> but got home at 11.30. And I was like, yeah, it's Well, see, it's an opportunity cost, isn't it? Like, it, you know, to the, for me, this is probably the only thing that resonated in uh, with me in my... Um, uh, accountant fucking um, unit when I when I was at uni, <laughs> right? It was the only thing. And there was a term that said opportunity cost. And the only way it sunk in, I'll never forget this. The the um, tutorialist knew I was a mad bloody gamer. Oh, yeah. And he said, Pete, opportunity cost, all right? You, for example, love to game, okay? Correct. Everything that you do. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> Everything that you do that is not gaming is an opportunity that is costing you gaming time. And I was like, oh my God, that is, you see, gaming even educates. Jesus Christ. Mind you, how much of a brown nose of you if the tutorial, tutor knew you were a bloody gamer? Yeah, well, no, tutorialist was gaming. And I I say that with all, you know, I was a mature age nerd at uni. I went to uni a second time around to get my degree. So I was uh, a late 20s and I was that fucking annoying uh, excuse me, teacher. Uh, I'm pretty sure you said we had some homework. What was it again? And everyone goes, oh, oh Dan, oh, oh, that guy. Hey, um, let's get into a few thank yous just quickly. PLE computers, you bloody marvelous. Big hugs and kisses. I told you last week they helped out my brother-in-law with a PC and he's yep. absolutely stoked. He's, he's a drone operator. Got getting right into drones. Yeah, yeah. And doing racing drones and all sort of stuff. And racing drones? Right, racing drones oh, and stuff. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to get him in maybe. And uh, he um, he's very stoked with his computer. Fantastic. Thank you guys. As well he bloody would be. Yep. Uh, they've also pitched in with a uh, nice handy little uh, contribution to the 1,000 oh, member giveaways. And we're so, so fucking close. So we're we? six members away from 1,000. Surely not. Maybe. Have we ticked over? Have you checked it Actually, no. No, no, no. no. We're seven members because somebody left. <laughs> <laughs> Mom! Mom! Come back, Mom! Oh, you fucking bastard. Um, but we've piled, on, we've piled on here. Yeah, we'll go get him. We've piled on 30 odd in the last um, three or four days. So it's, awesome. it's pretty bloody good. Yeah. I think that's got a lot to do with um, this week, the Perth Games Festival yeah. is on this weekend. Yes. Uh, we had uh, Brett and Brooke, yep. a couple behind the um, the actual festival themselves, on last week's podcast with a fantastic chat about loot boxes and all that sort mm. of stuff, which was great. Thank you so much again, guys. Please go and check out episode 56. It was uh, 57, sorry. It was a bad. But um, ever since uh, they threw it up on their socials and everything, saying, hey, check out the po-, we've piled them on. So thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Yep. Um, so, yes, PLE Computers, uh, uh, Blue Planet PR team, you're fantastic. absolutely fantastic. And um, I got a note from the Blue Planet PR team um, saying that they're going after the account again for um, oh. all of the pop culture festivals around yes, the country sweet. and everything. So, guys, we've got our fingers crossed for you because... You have been fantastic. So, yes, and you are bloody brilliant with what you guys do. So, well done. Um, Don't forget to check us out. Gameonaus.com, the website pumping along, Dan. It's a bloody ripper. Uh, We've talked about the Facebook page. The Closed Groups, Destiny 2 Clan, and also... um, God Mode. God Mode. Yes, the God Mode is doing a fabulous job. It's actually where we pull most of our top threes from these days. Amazing. Just great stuff. And uh, also the Bungie um, Destiny 2 Clan. For game on AUS, which ticked over to level four. Oh, sweet. Earlier in the week. That's good. So you bloody rippers. That's, yes. That's rewards and everything for the entire clan group. So amazing job, guys. Well mm. done. 
Um, Qantas Brilliant. and Jetstar, if you're about to jump on a flight, Qantas International and Domestic and Jetstar Domestic as well. I wonder where they're going. If they're jumping on a flight. I'm hoping something like Hawaii or... Oh, I don't know, eh? LA. The flight from um, Melbourne or Sydney to LA on Qantas, I've done a few times. It's bloody awesome. Well, it's going to be even better soon. You probably listen to every podcast, actually, because it's, it's a 14 and a half hour flight. It's <laughs> all right, wouldn't you? That's at least 14 down. Dreamliner. Dreamliner's coming oh, out yeah, soon, maybe. which will be... That'll be really nice. We'll be listening to Game on AUS in beautiful, superb comfort. And maybe, um, just thinking out loud here, Pete, maybe we should talk to Qantas about uh, consulting about getting a proper gaming system. I mean, 14 hours on a flight is a long time. It's a and, bloody and long time. You can watch three movies, I reckon, and you're like, you know what, I need... I'll tell you what you could bloody do, right? Mm. They had a few consoles set up. Imagine the tournaments you could set up on a flight oh, over. Just in, in flight tournaments. Mind blown. Yeah, mind blowing. King of the plane. Imagine that. King, King of the plane. Of the plane. Of you the walk plane. off with that, um, oh, the, you know... And 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 the and the and the legend will grow. Oh man, he was about seven foot three tall, a head full of hair, burly chest, biggest <laughs> dick you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. Top three things. First and foremost, uh, yeah, the big news. The big news. So, been working on this for a few weeks. Um, we're lucky enough to be put in touch with a couple of uh, people who helped us out with this, but finally got the word back yesterday. Game on AUS is proud to announce that um, the PR company behind EA, mm. as in the gaming developer and publisher, Electronic know, Arts. Electronic Arts. We're talking um, Need for Speed. We're talking FIFA. We're talking Star Wars. Um, pretty sure we're talking Skate or Die. Yeah, we're talking real retro. I mean, that was seriously, sure mate. I mean, EA has been one of the bastions and pillars of good gaming. For decades, when it comes to gamers around, look the at country. that flog down there. Oh, look. so for anyone anyone listening, our little uh, producer here at the radio station, Adams, walk along like he fucking owns the place. Look at him. Look at him. Dickhead. Oh yeah, go on, run Sorry, sorry, Pete. That's all right, mate. That's fair <laughs> I enough. I hope he listens to this. No, he I, probably doesn't, you know. Mate, you are more than welcome to interrupt anything I'm saying to call Adam a flog. <laughs> that is not a problem at all. Um, we can see over the road, like from where we do this in our studio. So anyway, it's a sunny day too in Subiaco here in Perth. It and, is uh, lots of lovely. Things to see. Yeah, Jack around the trees. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so, <laughs> far out. We're loose today, aren't we? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, yes. Um, look, uh, the the guys who are behind the um, the PR for EA yep. came back to us yesterday and said, we love what you're about. Uh, we love the reach that you guys have and how hard you've been working and all that sort of stuff. And we would like to jump on board and uh, send you out copies of the games so you can start doing your reviews. Are you telling me yep. that the whole reason that we started this thing for uh, some 13 months <clears> ago, Pete, yes, Dan. was free games? Yes. It's coming true. It's coming true. Holy shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you actually mean we can actually start talking about reviewing We games? can start talking about reviewing shit. I can go to my account and say, don't start, to cl start claiming games anymore. No, no, no. Uh, you know, the application is claim for games. You can't yeah, claim for good. games. Well, I'll do a gaming podcast, man. Yeah, now we're good. <laughs> yeah, now um, we're good. I, um, I, that is awesome. Now, look, I, I think this is a bit of a perfect storm considering the, the shit storm that EA has been through the last few weeks with Star with, Wars yeah. and everything. Um, but you know what? Good news for us. Um, so... Look, it's going to start out with the first key that they sent us, um, and that is a, uh, a PC key for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Um, did the download last night. It did also you? happens to be the Deluxe Trooper Edition. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> you. 
fucking bastard. I know you're saying you fucking bastard. And we'll, you know what? We will get to the reason why you're saying you fucking bastard yeah. when we get to I've got you in my sights. Yeah. Because just the other day, I was looking at you going, you fucking bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's me yeah. for an entirely different reason. Oh, you bastard. Um, so anyway... Um, we are so proud to be to to have EA on board, um, providing us with our first key for a, for a review. Um, it's very exciting actually because they send you through the the PC key, and then on top of that, they also send you through a like a, a review guide and everything. So I mean, this is legit. Well, and and Pete, this is a win for the gamer, mate. Because quite frankly, um, my children who are nine, seven, and five. Uh, on the weekends, we generally watch now ABC 23, which mm-hmm. for anyone out of Australia is our sort of late, sort of early teen type ch- channel. It's got, you know, a bit of comedy and it's a cool, cool little station, but they, they do run a show on a Saturday, Saturday morning at nine o'clock called Spawn Point, which is mm-hmm. the bastard child of that bloody gaming show called Good Game that we've bagged out a million times. Who on had show. the bastard... Called Barjo. Barjo, right? And now I'm sure Barjo's a nice bloke. And, I, and Barjo, if you're listening, mate, you seem like a nice guy. Yeah, but... and you know what? Actually, now that you're not on um, Spawn Point. And no, but he is, though. He was on last week. What? Why? Yeah. I thought he left. That's what I thought. He left. Yeah, and, and this is my There's point. There's a job going at the ABC right now for a presenter for Spawn Point. Is there? Well, yes. maybe he's filling in. Anyway, beside all that, oh, that show, something. any show that has three, you know, um, Gaming people that I can't relate to, plus a fucking robot called Darren. Darren? Which I don't get. Can't right? you relate to a, a, anything called Darren as an Australian? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, hey, actually, that's probably what they did, you know. But that's, me that's what we've got as gamers, as our representatives in the world of reviews and stuff like that in a mainstream media. And it's bullshit, right? Yeah. I don't relate to any of those guys. It's bullshit. So, and by the way, if you're going to call him an Australian robot, you call him fucking Duncan. <laughs> you don't call him Darren, you call him Duncan. <laughs> Jesus Bazza, Christ. Barry, Barry. Yeah, Bazza. Or Gary. That, Gary. Apparently the name Gary's actually dying out. So that'd be a good way to keep it going. Yeah, I think it's a great but idea. Buddy Gary. Anyway, so this is a great news. This is great news for everyday gamers like you and I, Pete, and, and our Facebook fans and everyone else who, who <coughs> loves the game but has got a life outside of it as well and um, wants to be considered more than just a, a, a gaming nerd. I mean, yeah. we joke about being gaming nerds, but we're not. We're bloody cool dudes. Yep. And we fucking, well, we fucking love gaming. We play, bloody love gaming. And that's all that's, uh, you know. Now, um, Kai, who oh, yeah. helps us out with the Facebook page postings. Doing Just a, a little job, bit, yeah. Um, he sent me quite a very good question. And this is, this is probably a question that um, has popped up in a few people's minds who are part of the Game on AUS community. Because, Dan, from day dot, we have said that it's a promise Mm. that Game on AUS will, regardless of what comes our way, mm. forever be an honest, yep. transparent, yep. Um, even if it's to the detriment of our relationships and partnerships, yep. right? That they go, you know what? You guys hammered the shit out of us. We don't want a bar of you. You know what? At the end of the day, it's because we're going to be honest, right? Correct. Kai sent through this, <clears throat> and it's a very, it's a, it's a good question, yep. right? Yep. He goes, hey, buddy, congrats on the EA deal. Way to grind into a relationship. Oh, good Just, one. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Just a quick question. With EA currently on board, will we have to be careful on what we post in regards to them? Battlefront microtransactions, for example, or do we just roll with what's on trend? Now, Excellent question. Excellent question. Right, My answer to that is we remain as we always have been. And always will be. doesn't matter that EA is supplying us with games. No. We are still going to roll out 
honest reviews. Mm-hmm. If I get through Star Wars Battlefront 2 and it is shithouse. We are not polishing any turds. No. Or putting glitter on it. We're not here to polish turds <laughs> because our, our Game on AUS community have joined this because they know that everything that they see at the Game on AUS community is the honest to God truth. Yep. Or an opinion. Honest to God truth or an opinion. Yep. Okay. And that's what we're going into every relationship with or in every partnership with Game on AUS. And if EA games get pissed off, then we'll go to AE games. Bad joke. Who the fuck are AE games? <laughs> oh, shit. Why don't I have a wrong buzzer here? <laughs> you what? should. Go on, do it. <laughs> no, I think I have the buzzer. <laughs> have you got that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I like mate, that one. You that's are the, good one, you're the master, mate. Yeah, I do all right. Um, so, look, I, I just want to make that perfectly clear. Regardless of which partnerships and relationships come our way, if we get sent stuff and it is not up to standard, we're not polishing any turds. You have our God-honest promise that you are going to get the honest, transparent answer that you have come to expect from the Game on AUS team. It's yep. as simple as that. Yep. All right? We're not here to fuck spiders. Yep. Let's move on. Black Friday sales. Top bit of news number two, Danny Boy. So... This reminds me of my stance against Halloween. I fucking hate Halloween. Why? What is your problem? I don't understand it. Because my co-host Lisa on the Lisa and Pete show. She hates it too. She hates it as well. Maybe because we're a bit older than you. You know, she hates the word candy and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't fucking understand. What is wrong <laughs> with kids dressing up as superheroes or scary people or whatever and going around and getting some fucking lol? What is your problem? What's wrong is when they come home with a bag uh, and people can't see, but a bag about bloody 40 centimetres deep full of bloody candy. Dude, we're in entertainment. We're in the fucking business of getting free shit. <laughs> That's Wait. actually... Do you know what? What? It's funny when you go out with radio people, uh, just as an aside, and we had, we had an instance about six weeks ago where we went out for dinner <laughs> on, the, on, the, you know, on the radio the company station. credit card, yeah. But then they said, oh, look, we'll go to a pub after the drinks are on you. And then everyone's sitting there going, who's going to buy the first round? Because we're all such tight asses. Yeah. We get so much free shit. It's fuck like that. No, fuck that. Oh, that's, why, that's why I phantom. That's why I <laughs> Yeah, 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 boom. You notice I wasn't there afterwards. Yeah, true, actually. Um, no, I'll, well, look, Pete, I, I grew up in a simpler time when we weren't so... Um, influenced by American culture. And I guess that's probably a throwback to that. I reckon it's it's definitely an age thing because I think people over 40 probably have more of the inkling than people under 40. Um, and I think over time, old dinosaurs like me will die out and then it'll be Hopefully, Halloween yeah. will be embraced in this, in this country. <laughs> Black Friday is something that's never been even mentioned in Australia until a couple of years ago because we don't have Thanksgiving, right? And that's, yeah, that's clearly right. what this yep. is. Yep. I actually, and this is what I mean, this is the funny thing. Sorry, my microphone's being a... I just thought you farted, but it's actually yeah, just... Listen, listen, listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a rip Speed moving my microphone. Sorry, everybody. I don't mind this as an idea because it means we get cheap games, right? Right. So call it fuck whatever you want. I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> but give a shit. Mate. Any excuse to... I guess the ideal timing about it, Pete, is that it's a month before Christmas. So if you're buying for people or you want to be bought for, you can drop the hint that, well, games are a bit cheaper. Are they, I don't, you'll know more than me. Mate, are the games actually cheaper? Let me go through this shit for you. Okay. So, um, this from kotaku.com.au regarding JB Hi-Fi. Yes. And the, the beauty about this is it's all in Australia at the moment, which is great right now. I don't give a shit what it's called. The fact that we're getting something good out of it. That's all I care about. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So GT sport for PS4, 29 bucks. Right. GTA 5, PS4 and Xbox One, $39. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy for PS4, $39. Destiny 2, this is going to this is gonna yes. blow your goddamn mind. At JB. Yep, at JB Hi-Fi, PS. PS4 and Xbox One, $49. Bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, Get your head it. around that. The game of the year edition for Overwatch is $49. Assassin's Creed Origins is $59. The Fractured Butthole for South Park, $59. And $59 bucks for Call of Duty World War II. I mean, this, the, mate, honest to God, That's pretty now the, you should be taking advantage of this. This is this is Black Friday sale, so who gives a shit what it's called? The the sales are there, the cheap games are there, and they are the AAA bloody games that, that pretty, you yeah. should have in your collection this yeah. year. Well, I thought I was getting a bargain the other day, getting Battlefront Two for um, sixty two bucks. No, nah, it's bloody ripper. That's awesome. Um, Steam just quickly is uh, is doing a sale on the Steam Link, mm-hmm. five bucks. Now, what the Steam Link is, is um, it's the thing that you basically connect to all your systems in your house, and it means that you can use your gaming PC from any TV in your house. Mm. So if I wanted to hook the Steam Link into my plasma TV <clears throat> um, LCD flat screen in the bloody living room, yeah. and my PC is in the back room, mm. I spend $5 to get this gaming link, plug it in, and bang, I'm doing PC gaming in my living room on the big flat screen. Right, so... What, with what? With a joystick or a controller? Yeah, yeah, like with your peripherals still. But um, they, usually go, they usually go for 50 bucks. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unreal. So it, think of it as your Chromecast, but for, yeah, for, yeah, for, for Steam, for your yeah. Steam library. Yeah. Um, EB Games is doing it as well. Friday the 24th through to Monday the 27th, okay? So today's so the 23rd. So, hell, tomorrow. so tomorrow and this weekend. Yep. Um, one early deal to get them started, though, that they've dropped is a 500 gigabyte Xbox One S console. Mm-hmm. That includes Assassin's Creed Origins, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein 2, mm-hmm. and The Evil Within 2, mm-hmm. $279. Get your head around Are that. Are you fucking joking? I'm dead set. Now, this also has to do with the fact that the Xbox One X is out. PS4 Pro, they're dropping the price to try and combat the X1 X, Xbox One X as well. But still... At the end of the day, we're getting the good part of all of this competition at the moment. Oh, so look, take they can, advantage they of can, it. They can compete all they want. Absolutely. And you know the beauty of that is that... that, that the uh, major retailer's got that advertised, so you can go to EB and go, "Hey guys, yeah. JB has this for uh, price match forty nine dollars price match." Please. Exactly. Go see Frank Macri, uh, one of our regular guests on this podcast. If you're in Perth, over at um, the Morley uh, Galleria EB Games, he's yeah. a bloody ripper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Grant dropped that at uh, Game on AUS God Mode. He said, "As someone who has actually experienced Black Friday in the US, I'm always dubious when Aussie stores claim they are doing Black Friday sales. But yeah. EB has done well this year to get three new release games with a console for that price is amazing, and he is dead set right. All right, Danny boy, top bit of news number three. This is a big one too, isn't it? Yeah, it is a big one because right. this goes I'm into strapping myself in. Yet again, the ongoing saga that is the loot box controversy and whether or not they constitute gambling. So just to bring you up to speed, um, this all really sort of took off, even though it's been around for quite some time in microtransaction universe. Mm. This really all took off um, because of EA Games releasing Star Wars Battlefront Two. The beta came out. Everybody realized that um, Darth Vader and uh, Luke Skywalker were locked behind essentially paywalls. Um, and I'm going to say that even though you could grind out the hours to do it, because originally 40 odd hours is what they worked out the grind to be to, to pull them. So regardless of what you think, it's a paywall system, right? It's as simple as that. Pay to win. Um, since then, they dropped the prices on the microtransactions. They dropped the amount of credits that you would have to spend to actually unlock those characters by something like 75%. Yeah, yeah. And then since then, since our last podcast, they've gotten rid of microtransactions completely. So microtransactions do not exist with the game anymore. Mm -hmm. They're still there in some form or another in in terms of just being able to see them on the screen, but you can't actually spend money in game to do that anymore, right? All you can do is buy the game, play the game, grind out the hours for the time being. They did say that with a little asterisk saying we're taking them away for the time being. Mm -hmm. So at some point or another, 
we'll see microtransactions return. Back, yeah. But um, yeah, return of the return of the microtransactions. <laughs> a good one. Thanks. It's a Star Wars reference. <laughs> um, few things to sort of cover off here just quickly, um, because we were talking sort of off the air, Dan, about you know whether or not the sales have been any good for for this. Yeah. Um, here's some some figures for you just before we get to. Um, the main story, which is the Victorian government and now breaking news, the Queensland government weighing in on, on, yeah, on this loot as well. boxes as well. Yep. Right. So first week sales are down 50% compared to last year's banner shooter. Now that's not, not Battlefront 1, that's no. last year's banner shooter. Yep, so sure. whichever shooter that EA released as their big shooter yeah, for last yep, year, yep, yep, yep. 50% down, right? Wow. That, all, that also might have something to do with the fact that we are incredibly highly saturated with AAA games at the moment. Well, we, I mean, as, um, Nick wrote in a, um, story on our website about the golden age of gaming, I mean, we've had a pretty good year yeah. and, and the, like, I'm, I'm actually for the first time in, a, in quite a while, Pete, overwhelmed. So am I. About, with choice. Well, I, I'm at the stage now where I've got, um, Dishonored 2, uh, Destiny 2, these, these are all on the go at the moment, Dishonored 2, Destiny 2, Horizon Zero Dawn. Dawn, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Still got Overwatch going on. Yeah. Overwatch is still going on um, from time to time, not as much as it used to no. be. And Legend of Zelda, I just downloaded the oh, yeah, um, cool. the DLC packs for Breath of the Wild. So who, who bloody said that men can't multitask? Yeah, I know, Fuck right? you. Yeah. That's multitasking to yeah. find, mate. You well look that said. up in the dictionary, it'll have a picture of you, my friend, with your game listings. Well said, Dan. Thank you. Um, box sales are down 61% compared to Battlefield uh, Battlefront 1. Actually, Battlefield One was the um, banner shooter last year. Ah, you're right. It yeah, was too. It was. Okay, yes, and they that was a it was big news because they'd gone back to well Battlefield One and gone back to World War. Yeah. Um. So yeah, box sales down sixty one percent compared to um, BF One. And, and forgive me, Grinch. Box sales are the, the so box sales are special editions and the, no, no, right? like just just buying the the just off the shelf. Oh. Right, so just buying the game off the shelf. Oh, so not that's, that's box sales. So we're talking about... Physical product. Yeah, so physical product, right? Yeah. Um, then you take this away from it. Digital console sales, right? So just going to the, the stores, PS4, Xbox, Origin, stuff yeah. like that, and buying them. They're only at 30 to 45% Far out. of what they sold with, with Battlefront 1. Wow. Right, so that doesn't even make up the, the, the 61% down in comparison to the first iteration of this game. So they are already in the shit, all right? So EA have banked on, um, and, and not gamble, but they've clearly made a decision to go with the um, microtransactions as the and whatever else you want to call it as the primary source of income. Well, I don't know. I, I don't think, I think that they, I know that their projections were 14 million. They mm. reckon that they would sell at least 14 million. This was the projection for the game mm. um, before the game was even released, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if they hit that projection, then that would match what Battlefront 1 sold, yep. all right? Because yep. Battlefront 1 sold 14 million, yep. okay? Um, by the way, these are UK okay. uh, figures, yeah. all right? Yeah. They're the only ones I could find. Um, but yeah, so the, the projections were that they would, they would hit 14 million sales, um, for the UK, whether or not they get anywhere near that is yet to be determined. It probably doesn't help by a couple of things that the fact that, as we mentioned, saturation for AAA titles at the moment, yeah. and in particular, um, this loot box controversy sure as hell hasn't actually, um, helped. Maybe it's too soon between Star Wars games too. Maybe because well, it's been two years. But Battlefront One, uh, Battlefront One was the new the the 
the Star Wars game that had you know hadn't been one for ages, right? Yeah, right. And, and maybe, it was because I know, like I'm a sucker. I know. I think you're the same, Pete. I'm a sucker for Star Wars. And, so am I, you know, which is why this disappoints me so much. Well, that's right. And and the um, thing is, the game the games are beautiful. Yeah, they are beautiful games, but they've ruined them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I loved Battlefront One in terms of um, visually. I didn't particularly like the gameplay too much, but I was also dealing with the shit internet. Yeah, so that doesn't help because it was purely it was online purely multiplayer. Online. I loved the gameplay, but I was also playing with half a dozen mates all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got that aspect of it to help you out. Mm. So look, in terms of sales, that crosses that off for the time being. Mm. Um, but this is the the main bit of news for top three. Finally, loot box. This has come to Australia in a way. Um, this story appearing on Kotaku and a couple of other sites in the last sort of 48 hours. Victoria's gambling regulator says that loot boxes constitute gambling. Now, there has been a breaking update from Queensland, which actually, um, which is actually very interesting considering that, that these guys have come out saying this. And I'll get to that in just a moment. Um, but the story goes on to say it's not just the state of Hawaii that are investigating loot boxes. In email correspondence with a local university student, the Victorian Commission for Gambling and Liquor Regulation has revealed that, yes, loot boxes constitute a form of gambling, at least in Victoria. Mm. The correspondence kicked off by way of a student who reached out to the VCGLR, the independent regulator for the gambling and liquor industries in Victoria. They're the body that issues licenses for bartenders, proof-of-age cards, and generally regulate venues where alcohol and or gambling will happen. Video games aren't typically one of those industries, but with all the recent controversy around Battlefront 2 and loot boxes in general this year, the student got in touch and asked, do loot boxes constitute gambling? <laughs> Could you imagine the person at the other end going, oh, I'm sorry, what's a loot box? <laughs> Actually, he did quite well. Did he? His name is Jared Wolfe. Yeah. He's a strategic analyst in the Victorian Regulators Compliance Division. He replied, and under Victorian law, as far as he concerned, loot boxes are a form of gambling. This is what he said yeah. verbatim. Okay. My name is Jared Wolfe, and I am the Strategic Analyst for the Compliance Division at VCGLR. Yep. I have received your correspondence in regards to gambling functionality, loot boxes in brackets, being incorporated into games. Your research and suppositions on the matter are correct. What occurs with loot boxes does, not consti does constitute gambling by the definition of the Victorian legislation. Unfortunately, where the complexity arises is in jurisdiction and our powers to investigate. Yeah, yeah. Legislation has not moved as quick as the technology at both state and federal level. We are not necessarily equipped to determine the legality of these practices in lieu of the fact the entities responsible are overseas. I love that. The, um, it, it's very common in, in lots of stuff in life, Pete, but the whole the legislation is behind the technology. It's it's a classic. Copyright is a classic example of that in, in online. Well you'd know the full bottle on that, yeah. And um it's so far behind in terms even now, but you know, in terms of what they can essentially is illegal still. Yep. But people people are doing it all the time. Absolutely. You know. Um, he goes on to say that the VCGLR has been engaging with interstate and international counterparts to work on policy changes that would modernise and inform both federal and state-based legislation. They're also particularly concerned with the proliferation of gambling-based mechanics being targeted at minors. Yeah. This is a very interesting point. It really um, is, yeah. Wolf said was not just morally reprehensible, but is also legally questionable. And for me, Dan, this opens up so much of a conversation regarding... The fact that we have seen this in so many walks of life, 
not just in gaming. No. I mean, you think of Magic the Gathering, Pokemon cards, yeah. uh, Beanie Babies, yeah. Uh, yeah, AFL made, cards, basketball cards. Brett made that point last week, didn't he? In the he podcast. did. Yeah. It's a very good point because realistically, when you think about it, whilst it's not digital, it's still a roll. It's still rolling the dice, mm. spending some money, mm. hoping to get something. Mm. I mean, that by definition is gambling. I mean, is, is a kinder surprise a gamble? Well... Yeah, yeah. Look, see now, this is this is it's, it, it's isn't a, it's it? It's a gray such area. a grey area. Yeah. It is such a grey area, and Kinder Surprises are marketed to children. They are at yeah. such a very young age. Yeah, you're already saying to them, "Oh, look, how exciting would it be if you open this surprise and you got the thing that you really? You might be disappointed a couple of times, but God, the feeling's great when you get it." Yeah, yeah. Um, the real kicker, as Wolf wrote in a second email, is one of jurisdiction. Gambling isn't necessarily unauthorized gambling. So there are a lot of variables at play. For perhaps a real-world example, think of overseas betting agencies such as Bet365. Mm-hmm. Australia's can and do use this service, yet it is clearly administered and run from the UK. This isn't illegal. However, if that company set up shop in Victoria or started specifically advertising and offering gambling products to Victorians, mm. then we could investigate and it could be considered a breach of legislation mm-hmm. and we would pursue overseas or not. One of the downfalls is that using overseas-based products, Victorian residents do not have us to investigate any complaints or issue they have. Mm. So isn't this crazy, right? That they actually can't get on board with this train just yet because EA and all of these others that constitute loot boxes and gambling Mm. are overseas entities. Yeah. I I mean, this whole, you know, um, this is very my uni degree, which is a comms degree. um, It's this whole, you know, blurring lines of, of, of the world. And, you know, like it's, we are stuck in an old school legal system where there are, um, geographical borders borders and stuff, but we've got stuff like gaming, which is internet, you know, is is a worldwide, um, blurred lines type situation. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I, I think where like the kind of surprise example, you don't become a better person by having a better toy. It's just, something you, you you actually become a better person as a result of that toy but in um, loot boxing you become a better gamer yeah in some examples in some examples right, right? so Blizzard and, that, and that's the Overwatch example for which we've mentioned many times is the one that I, th- I think does it best where best, yeah. it's all cosmetics but Star Wars and Battlefront 2 where it's all blo- blown up is that you can dominate the game by throwing money into the game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And I think that's I've said from the very beginning personally that's my big gripe is that I don't, and it comes to, Pete, it comes to a, a question I just uh, asked in my head just before. I mean, you know, is there, is there like a preferred grinding time that you wouldn't mind putting into a game to get to the same level as paying 20 yeah, bucks? You know what I mean? I think, so, so I think you'll never get it right. No, I, I, I like I it because there are too many people who, there are too many people from too many different walks of life who played the one game. You can't build a game. That will satisfy every single one no, of, of its 14 million purchases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it's 40 hours. What did you say before? Was it 40 hours? 40 hours was the original number, right? So we're talking 40 hours to grind to get yeah. um, Darth Vader. I don't have 40 hours to pump in that just to get Darth Vader. No. Right? And I, I still think that what they should have done is release Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and then lock behind, whether it be paywalls or um, grinding hours, you know, things like um, uh, Anakin Skywalker or um, uh, Dark side Luke or something like that. You know what I mean? Cosmetics. Do you know, and you've just hit on something really important here, Pete, I reckon. I think with stuff like 
um, the the unlockables in a in an online multiplayer game. I think the seeing someone who's next level carries a lot of respect to the other gamers. So if someone walks in with the the absolute ultimate unlockable loot, but he's earned that, mm. you end up going, "Holy shit, this guy!" You know, like you end up being quite. Wow, how, I, I cool find I do. how cool is that dude, right? Yeah. And that to me, what it should be about, it shouldn't be, I think as a gamer, the inherent part of gaming is we all play on the level platform. And that's the beauty of gaming, right? Um, you can take on uh, an elite athlete in a track and field game and beat him. Yeah. Because yeah. in the game, you're, you're the same level. Yeah. It's not fair. And I know this is all old ground. I'm sorry about this, but, but it's not fair that someone who pays a bit of money gets the unlocked, you know. That's what EA should be thinking about, and all these companies should be thinking about the respect that you get for grinding out, or you know, and if you pay for it, then but maybe it comes up with a dollar sign on it. You know, he's paid, he's unlockable Luke, uh, the fully unlockable Luke, but he's he's got a dollar sign or something on his to suggest. So you you don't have that same um, amount of I guess of respect for that player. Yeah, I I understand. You mean like a dollar sign in game? Yeah, to, yeah. To, so show to show that, yeah, yeah. Like like um, I don't know. Bruce Hornsby, for example, is yep. playing the game. Yep. And next to Bruce Hornsby, there's a little dollar sign to let you know yep. that he actually and, paid for. And maybe there's a tickable box in the game. They would never do that no, though, because you you you, know, you can't go shaming no. your your player but base. Maybe you in, you, there's a tickable box in your multiplayer lobbies where you tick to go. No, I want to play guys that have grounded rather than. Geez, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah, that's so a bloody great idea. People who have paid for um, the unlockable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that way, or you know, or, or you just have people who have not paid for content. Mm -hmm. Because that, that to me uh, levels the playing field a little bit. Yeah, I reckon. Um, like all this stuff, the Pokemon Go cards, all this shit. You know, it's never going to stop because people want to make money, right? Um, I think that's also a choice thing. Like you know, if you're a kid and you've got. 10 bucks pocket money, you're going to spend 10 bucks on, on, on footy cards or baseball cards and go for it. You know, like that's yeah, your yeah, choice, right? Yeah. And some people get off on that. That's great. Because people, you know, there's always been people who've collected stuff, stamps. Yeah, but buddy. then doesn't that say the same thing for for something like this though? Like if you want to, uh, you know what? It, at the end of the day, it is, it's their IP. It's their property. Mm. They, they're the ones who went out of their way to build a successful company, to go over to, to Disney, to buy the rights, to make the, you know, they shut down um, LucasArts and said, we want to we want to um, prostitute Star Wars out to a gaming developer to do this themselves. Yep. Right? They're the ones who went there back in 2013 and paid for 10 years worth of rights. I yep. mean, you know, isn't, isn't it up to them to be able to say, well, fuck you guys like this is what we're going to do and if you want to go with it great if not like we are sort of coming at this from a like it affects me like how does it affect me sort of thing I think that they do have a right considering they paid for the license to like a company selling basketball cards yep. or all that sort of yep. stuff yep. I think that they they're well within their rights because they're the ones who oh, yeah. built the successful made company the investment and, yep right was it a stupid decision hindsight would now tell yes hindsight would definitely now say yes Right, but I the suppose the decision to buy Star Wars. The, no, the the decision to put microtransactions in the oh, yeah, oh, yes, the game. so yes, of course. sure as shit. Um, yep. you know, well, that's clearly shown in the sales. Absolutely right. right. The sales again, you know, like the for sure. But I, I think, um, I think they're well within their rights to be able to make the game however they want. I think the thing that kills me a little bit is that, and probably for you as well, Dan, being mm. Star Wars fans, mm. Star Wars is that sort of universe. It is that sort of um, that theme, that uh, story 
that has sucked so many of us in for, for 40, 50 years, right, that it, it sucks to see somebody pimp it out the way that they have. Maybe they're just turning this into a real-life version of Star Wars. They're the evil empire and we're the rebellion. To get deep on you, you know, maybe that's yeah. it. But, you know, maybe that God, idea... You Pete, got to the back of my throat with that yeah. one. Jesus. Hey, maybe, but maybe the idea, Pete, is they, you know, <laughs> give us one of their multi-updates that gaming companies bloody do when you turn on a game on, but the update is turn off um, paid-for content, you know, like... like. Well, they've done that. They they have now. Like, no, 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 but... Um, um, in your lobby, you had the option to to exclude players who have. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I'd yeah, be a, I'd mean, be yeah. a lot. I would yeah, be a so lot happier with that game. Because yeah. what what we all don't want is being in a game with some prick little turd as bloody Darth killing like dominating, yeah. and you know it's been paid for. Bless you. <laughs> that's what it comes down to, man. Yeah, that's, I know what you mean. You know, and I think that's why, as much as it's, I mean, and I um, applaud these people, these um government agencies for, you know, maybe looking at the gambling thing, but at the same time, it is a very blurry gray area. Um, I think a lot of the bad press about this sort of thing might be solved by making a bit more level playing field in the game. Well, that's what they've gone and done now. That is what they've gone and done now by turning off microtransactions. Mm. But we will watch this space, see what happens. Yep. Um, We haven't quite finished with this story. Just just finishing off here, Wolf, the analyst we were talking about from the VCG. Oh, Jared. Yep. Um, he did go on to suggest a solution and he said um, the classification board could get involved. If these companies want to include significant elements of gambling in their products, then perhaps we should work with the Australian classification board to ensure that any product that does that and monetizes it gets an immediate R rating. Now that's, that would change the game completely. Like change the well, system. It would. Because essentially it would like you are going to EA and saying, if you do this, this and this is coming from the government and saying, if you do this, our classification board is going to automatically lock out mm. millions of mm. potential buyers of this game. One way or another, a few of them will work their way around it. Yeah. But that is that is for me personally, I think that is an incredible solution to this. <laughs> do you know? I want to I want to set aside a minute here, Pete, mm. to publicly congratulate this guy Gerald Wolf. It sounds to me he works for a government agency, which you've, I think you've already stated. Yeah. Yet he has not only provided an answer, but also a potential solution. No, he's great. In a short amount of time. Now I've worked for a, a local government over here in Perth, and I'm t- sure as shit, if I, was, <laughs> if I was in that one, mate, we'd be talking about it eight weeks later, right? Good on you, Jared. I know exactly what you're talking. Good on you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. Now I did get in touch with. I called the VCGLR earlier today. Mate, that's why. You, that's why you're the man. Because I wanted to speak to Jared. Now I didn't get through to Jared, right? But I did get through to someone who works with him. Um, it was their media team, and their media team said, "Are you another one calling on in regards ah, to the loot box thing?" Right. And I said, "Yes." And they said, "Can you please send us an email?" Um, with your email address and everything, so we can, because we are at this point in time constructing a media release and a statement. Yeah, that sounds like this. that sounds like government to me. Well, absolutely, <laughs> it does. So once that statement comes through, uh, I'll post it on the game on AUS Facebook page. Right, well, let's do a story. About uh, we a will story, do a story yeah. now. Just quickly before we move on, I did mention that Queensland, in a matter of breaking news, while we've been doing this podcast, mm. has actually weighed in on this. I'm just going to here we go. So this is this is interesting because here we've got Victoria's gambling regulator or a mm. spokesperson of saying yes under our law it does. This is the one from Queensland. 
Queensland's gambling, gambling regulator doesn't think loot boxes are gambling. This is where we went on to... Okay, so Queensland's statutory regulator has their turn, and their take on loot boxes is a fraction different. They're called the Office of Liquor and Gaming Regulation, and as far as they're concerned, they weren't really places to say where the loot boxes constituted gambling. This is what they say verbatim. Regrettably, as a regulator of legalised gambling in Queensland, I am not in a position to definitively advise whether loot boxes or similar video game features would constitute gambling, the regulator's Robert Grimmond replied. However, I can confirm that video gaming, which provides for loot boxes, would not fall within the meaning of a gaming machine as defined under the Gaming Machine Act. So this goes back to what the Victorian bloke was saying Mm. about how the legislation at state and federal level still has to catch up with technology. Oh, God. But you know what? Like, it's... You can't... You can't have a crack at them about it for being so behind, right? Because, I mean, realistically, up until now, nobody gave a shit about microtransactions. Yeah, well, that's true. Right? It's like how quickly um, Netflix made Australia wake up to how good we, how much we should um, have um, high-speed internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this. It's this come is, very quickly. It's come very yeah, quickly. Yeah. This is the age that we work in. So at the moment, we're at this point where it's now up to the state and federal governments to yep. do their research and their digging, yep. right? And to catch up, essentially. Go on. Oh, I was going to say, I think we need to call our mate Peter Stefanovic, who we've had on this show uh, once before. What a bloody great idea. And give him the idea, mate. Because this has got, it's either got a, a very high level, um, highbrow uh, 60 minute story in it, or they sent it down to the mates at a current affair. Your kids gambling away your money, and they're getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting fat. It's always about fat kids or you know people on the dole. But you know, I mean, the media will get hold of this soon. And again, this shows where um, I mean we've we've been talking. I mean, we're in gaming. We've been talking about this for about what four weeks. Yeah. Um, I haven't even seen one article on it yet in a mainstream media, and I might be missing it. I guess too. But um. Once a 60 minutes or a four corners or something like that here in Australia, get on that story, mm. which it will. We'll see it fly. You'll see it fly. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's, let's just round this up nice and neatly. The Victorian bloke um, from the VGCLR <clears throat> is saying, yes, under our legislation, they do constitute a form of gambling, yep. but we can't investigate because we don't have those powers yet yep. in terms of this. The Queensland guy is saying, under our legislation, it does not, but... He's also, I'm, I'm reading between the lines there mm. to say that I think that he is um, being very politically correct in terms of the, the defined lines of his job and mm-hmm. his legislation at state level, Yeah. right? Um, in saying that under our law, they don't constitute gambling. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like he's also saying that we, like the, the state and federal um, laws need to catch up. And it probably is gambling, yeah. right? Um, under a different definition. Yep. So there you go. That's where we're at with the, the loot box controversy. So watch Far this out. Space, it's isn't watch it? this space. Yeah. It really is. Um, it's getting really interesting because it has touched our shores now uh, in a big way. So, yep. yes. Hey, let's move on to something a little bit more entertaining, Dan. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. So I thought this was breaking news. And I, I um, sent you a message during the week, Pete, saying, oh, geez, I forgot to talk about this last week because this actually impacts me a lot. Um, it's the Xbox Connect sensor. Turns out the news is about a, a month old, but uh, from what I've read and heard, Microsoft have finally, uh, for, you know, that's what they're using the terminology, finally discontinued the production of the Connect sensor due to lack of support from gaming companies. Now, 
I remember being blown away when I when the Xbox 360 announced the Kinect sensor and I had to buy a new Xbox because my old one had the red rings of death. Like, you, Microsoft! Anyway, um, I the new Xbox 360 I got had a Kinect sensor and it was shit. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. Didn't work with my room. I, you know, it was hard to set up and I let, so I, I unplugged it in the end. Then when the Xbox One came out with the new Kinect again, I was like, you know what? And has PS4 got a version of a Kinect sensor? Yeah, it does. It's just the, it's the eye. Like it's, yeah, right, it's, okay. it's a camera that, yeah. you know. So I, in my utopian thoughts about gaming, I was, you know, and, and probably like a bit of a futurist, I was going, oh man, it's going to be great. You know what? No controllers and, you know, um, all that shit. It's been underwhelming to say the least. Right, the only thing it's good for for me, this Xbox 360, is the, uh, the sorry, the Kinect sensor, is voice commands, right? So, even with my, it, I don't think it understands Australians very well because I've had quite a few t instances where it doesn't, it fails. But stuff like um, when uh, uh, Ronald P. Corbett sends me a, um, a invitation to join a game, the notification comes up mm. and it says hold Xbox button to open the invitation or say Xbox open that. So I go, Xbox, open that. And then boom, I'm in, right? Yep. And generally it works and that's great. But um, the few games I've bought for the Kinect, for the kids particularly, that I have relied on that Kinect, has, it's been a massive fail. And I'm talking... So which games? Failure. So I bought them last year, Just Dance. My two girls love dancing. I thought, well, there's a great way to get them involved in gaming, get them to do some, something they love, dancing and blah, blah, blah. A bit of exercise, blah, blah, blah. Bit of exercise well, all yeah, that shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's good and balance, good medium. It just, just does not pick them up. Right, and yeah, it doesn't pick it doesn't up. pick them up because it, it's all relate. You know, it judges you on how you're moving. Yeah, and whether it's the kids are too small, I don't know. But I would have thought that game is aimed at your, you know, before they seven, build that eight, for nine. the connect. Yeah, yeah you know, they build right. them together. Yeah. And it might be just my thing. I don't know, but it's been a failure. Yeah. Right, um, I haven't seen any game. I, I, you know, the creative side of me is thinking there's so many games you could have the connect working for you mm. in a game, but it just, it's not being supported. And whether that's because Microsoft are difficult to deal with, I don't know. Maybe the gaming companies don't give a shit and don't want to, don't want to run with it. Maybe, Maybe it's too hard to develop. I don't know. Maybe they saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. You know? I, um, cause it, it never really took off. No, it, it hasn't. Like it was... And that's, I guess it's a bit disappointing because I, I see it as a, um, with the technology and seeing what the Wii did when the Wii came out mm. and the Wii, that was groundbreaking. It yeah, was. Yeah. Well, it had the Wii motion controls. Yeah. But that was a little bit different because you, like, it wasn't a camera. It was the controls sitting in your but hand. But it's still, so... th that's right. But it's still, um, you're playing tennis, like a tennis player. And you're yeah, playing, yeah. You know, th th that to me at the time was, and I would have thought we, 10 years on or whatever it is now, we'd, we would have moved on to more of that motion stuff, but it doesn't seem to be doing that, right? I'm a big fan in saying that. I actually don't particularly like the Wii because I actually quite like just laying on the couch and, and gaming away. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't particularly like getting up and doing shit, right? Yeah. So there's Lazy this whole, fuck. yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but and where the connect for me has failed big time because I have it just plugged in. And I, I know Ronnie has his, um, Ronnie has his, uh, uh, plugged in. He doesn't plug it in, mm. but where it's a failure for me, cause I might be in the middle of a intense mission and I say something, I don't I never know what this thing is, but whatever it is, I say the Xbox pauses and this screen comes up saying, what do you want to do? And I'm like, cause you got to say, stop listening. And so. <laughs> All our games are littered with me going, oh, fuck, 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 oh, shit, stop listening. Oh, I'm back, I'm back, you know, because it does. The game yeah, stops, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's shit. So I'm actually, now that I know that. Actually, you just, you've just hit me with something, right? Yeah. Um, this happened the other night because I've got Google Home, mm. right? <laughs> and um, it's in the kitchen 
and the kitchen is in the open area where the living room is. Yep. And we had the TV on and up the other night and the TV commercial for the Google Home came up and the person on the Google Home commercial said, oh, all yeah. you have to say is, okay, Google. And when that said on the TV, my fucking Google Home itself <laughs> fired up yeah. and then I couldn't shut it off because it's listening to what's going on. In the t- oh, fuck. It's someone yeah. someone posted, when the Google Home came out, someone posted that as a um, viral, I, was on, I think it was on Instagram, and exactly that. They put the, the um, thing next to the TV yeah. and then it just kept repeating on itself. <laughs> so, um, I... Now that I know that it's they're ceasing to do anything with it, I'm just going to plug it out and chuck it out mm-hmm. or do whatever. I'm just going to put it away because I'm not going to use it anymore, right? Mm. Um, but it got me thinking, we talked about this off air too. So I see that as a failed bit of technology on the on the behalf of Xbox and Microsoft and whoever. Like it's, it's a missed opportunity. But then it got me thinking about the, the tech that we've had in our gaming history that absolutely rocked your world. And I, I've got mine in my head. Have you got one in your head? Why on? Have a think that over your gaming life. So there's something something that was like, wow, this is amazing. That developed a a peripheral and add on that you went, holy shit, this. Yeah, I've got one. All right. So I reckon count three. Okay. Let's see if we both say the same thing. All right. I reckon we will. Anyway, three, two, one. Rumble Rumble pack. pack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And amazing. That is amazing. And that to me, I clearly remember the first time I played Goldeneye with Rumble Pack. Oh, and man. It fucking rocked my world. Just so, because up until that, you had some of the other consoles that were out, the PS1 um, and all this sort of stuff. And still, they hadn't put Rumble features into their no. controllers. And, when, and now it's a, it's oh a my, given now. Isn't it, it is. It, it, like, it is. You know. It's a given. But who would have thought that something just as simple as making your controller go brrr, Like, but it, it, it connected you in a way to what was going on in the game. Sensorial. It was a sense, yeah, 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 you know, like it it was, it was the 1990s version of what VR is trying to achieve now. Like it was, it was that thing that, God, you felt like, and I'll never forget like the, because it started appearing in everything, you know, it was uh, released as a, as a, um, as part of the Lilac Wars and, and um, Star Fox 64. Like uh, you could actually buy it with the Rumble Pack in the box and everything and, but yeah, man, the, I'll never forget the day that I first plugged in a Rumble Pack. And for me, I think it was playing Mario Kart. Yeah, I was about to um, say, that was the other one, wasn't it? Getting whacked with a green shell <laughs> yeah, and feeling it go buzz. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was it the did. talk of the town. Yeah. I remember, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I, I remember back in the late 80s, Pete, there was a, so in the late 80s, the way you consumed gaming materials was to buy magazines. Right. And there was a magazine I loved called <laughs> like Porn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A magazine I loved called Zap, ZZAP, which was a UK um, gaming magazine. And what I loved about it is that they had a real sense of humor about how they wrote stuff. They, the reviews were great. And I sort of miss that. Like, I miss, I feel like we talked about GameSpot being everything but a gaming review site these days as an example. But I do miss that. Um, destination to go and just look at game. Like, it was sensual. Nintendo we- Mag for me was. Amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, Zap, for an April Fool's joke on the April edition, obviously, of this edition, they, they they did a product review on this gaming seat that was like a full-on arcade seat. Yeah. 200 pounds, I think it cost um, from memory. And every part of it was a rumble. Oh, right? wow. And apparently their phones went off the hook when people could like. Wanting to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Where do we, because they said, oh, you know, we're talking to the developers, the dis- distributors will get some information to you soon. And uh, they had to actually um, issue a public apology in the next edition. No. Because it got 
a bit out of hand. Jeez, that's amazing, isn't it? But it shows, um, you know, what I love about gaming, and we bloody love gaming, what I bloody love about gaming too is that there's always a future to me. Yeah. There's always stuff that's going to come in that's going to rock your world. Now, the Connect is a big lost opportunity to me, but I do have really... Um, warm and fuzzy thoughts about the Rumble Pack to the point that um, I've got a mate of mine um, I've mentioned ye- years ago on, on this podcast a guy called Rosie who when we used to have our gold night nights we had three teams the yeah, Widow, yeah. Widowmakers Team Operative and the Reaper Babies right and he was he, in the Reaper Babies he was that annoying fucker who moves when he turns yeah yeah so he's you, a tilter you sit next to him and he's bloody elbowing you as he's yeah. you know, turning right but he also could not play without a functioning rumble pack. No kidding. No kidding. Just and he feel... wasn't, and I'd, he'll hate me saying this, but he wasn't that great at the game, right? He thinks he was, ah. but he was pretty shit. Flog. Yeah. But he, if, if there was, and you know, can remember those, is it two or three AAA batteries they took? I can't two. remember. It was two. two. But it was like, you, you just had, to, if he came over, you'd, you'd have to have a, no, I thought it was triple A's. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sure. I'll check that tonight. I've got one at home. Yeah. Okay. Um, the actually, you know what we should do? A Facebook poll today in the lead up. <laughs> Where are they double A or triple? Oh no, because people will Google. People it. will Google yeah. it. They'll Google it or they'll ah, look at their bloody ass. Yeah. Be a smart yeah. ass on um, there who knows. But he yeah. he would refuse to play until he had. And I, it was not just about the rumble; it was about the weight distribution in the controller. Mm, yeah, he got yeah. so used to having that. Yeah, because it was the rumble. Well, I got to admit, like I, it was the same. Like I used to have a rumble pack in it, even when the batteries were stuffed, yeah, because I, was, I yeah, got used to the weight. The weight, that's right, and, yeah. and it actually had a good feel about it, didn't yeah, it? it, was it a did. bit heavier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember what I used to do, but because uh, that slot was also the memory card, wasn't it? Yes, it was. The, the, yeah, yeah, it was the memory bulky... card. Um, it was also, it was also the Game Boy game adapter as well. Like so, when um, I think it was Pokemon, it was either Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Um came out, I think it was Pokemon Stadium, it came out and it also came with a Game Boy adapter feature where you could actually, it was like this little um, thing that was shaped like a rumble pack, but it was flat, right? And it went up the back of the controller towards the top, right? And it had a slot in there that looked like the back of a Game Boy and you could put your Game Boy games into it, plug them in, turn your 64 on and it would recognize that it's doing that. And actually let you play your Game Boy games yeah. on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever uh, sit on the Rumble Pack and then on your balls and then shoot yourself? <laughs> yes, Dan. Oh, so it wasn't just me then? <laughs> I think that's how I... Um, I, I was, was honestly my... expecting you to look at me and go, no. I think was, oh, no, it was no, just no. me. <laughs> I think that was my first yeah, yeah. sexual experience. <laughs> Water. Oh. <laughs> we really are gaming nerds. We, we really are. <laughs> um, we're going to put that post up. The tech that changed your life. Oh, great idea. Love to great hear your suggestions. <laughs> Rumble pack. Rumble In pack. more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, should we move on to... Well, so, uh, we're way over today. I know. Oh, we're so it's way over. over the 40 right? minute bark, but let's go. Um, Come on, so you've got, you, you, you're going to get me. Come on. Yeah, I'm fucking going to get Bring you. Bring it. Okay, you ready? Bring I it. got you in my sights. Dan Vandermeer. Yes. Motherfucker. Why? 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 You fucking traitor. Why? You traitor. You bloody rebel scum. Oh. You I are? Get it. I get it. Even though I, I love the rebels, I'm not a rebel. So I get it. Actually, I'm a rebel too. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Why? So what brings this on, Pete? You know, um, Dan, 
last week uh, when we were talking about all of this and for a while this this EA loot box controversy mm. and we were having a go at it and said mm. I could just tell that there was something not right like you'd gone to the dark side like I I there was a little twinkle in your eye yeah. every now and again when we yeah. mention it and yeah because I know you're such a Star Wars fan and yes. everything and correct you know and I just used to think to myself oh, I got a bad feeling about this you know like <laughs> good one and then sure enough the other day you come in and you go guess what I did I bought Star Wars Battlefront too. Uh, yeah. You dirty motherfucker. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I actually think from memory, did I say on last week's podcast that I'm, I'm refusing to buy it? Yes, you did. Uh, something to that effect? Yes, you did. As a form of protest? No, like ver- verbatim, that's what Was you that said. What said. yeah. Like quoted, that is what you said. Well, Pete. What happened, Dan? What what happened? Now, I say this with the, the full... Knowing that we now have this partnership with EA and all this, so that's great. Yeah, and you fucking downloaded it last night. Piss so. off. Like, all right, this it's for review purposes. Review and purpose. I haven't actually played it yet, so yeah, okay. fuck off, right? Still haven't dropped money on it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, tell me what happened, Dan. So, it's actually a, it's a good news story. I, I, I could say that I was seduced by the dark side to, to keep it in the Star Wars realm, and, and that's sort of true. Um, but there is a good news angle to it. Uh, this weekend, both Ronald P. Corbett's lovely wife, EJ, mm. and my lovely wife, Leona, mm. are heading off to my parents' apartment in Mandra for a girls' weekend. So it got to do with you buying Star Wars Battlefront 2? Because Ronnie and I have two, possibly three, unfettered nights of gaming, and I'm talking till early in the morning. Yeah. We have, we are, I think, in the final run of missions for bloody Ghost Recon Advanced, uh, uh, called the Wild, whatever, bloody game, Wildlands. Wildlands, dude. That game has been going on for six months. Now, I, this is another topic, Pete, I want to talk about. It, is a game possibly too big? This mm. game is too big. We'll, well, we'll lock that one away in the okay, vault. Okay, that's great. Right? Yes. But to mix it up, he said to me, should we buy another game? And I said, and this is all on text. And I said, well, because we love co-op gaming. Um, but we're, I think, we potentially want a game that's just multiplayer and Overwatch is obviously another example we could have gone with, but, uh, he suggested BF2 and I went, you know what? I'll have a look. And then I saw it for 62 bucks and I went, yeah, cause we had a choice. I've actually got Sniper Elite 4 sitting there and I've had it for four months from a bad trading deal at JB that if he buys it, there's your cop, new cop mission game, right? So what you're saying is Ronnie is the emperor. And you are a young Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's used a Jedi, Jedi mind trick on me to buy yeah. Battlefront too. Yeah. That's yes. probably, yeah, you're quite right. You weak-minded fuck. Oh, no. Um, I mean, and it's, it's, it's probably a perfect storm combination of cheap price because I'm a tired ass. Mm. It's Star Wars and I'm, I'm a sucker for Star Wars mm. and, um, I'm, I've, quite often go back on what I say. <laughs> I'm, I'm morally irreprehensible. You know, I'm just a fucking bloody slave to the masses. So, you know, okay. and it's for review purposes too, uh, too, oh, Pete. Fuck so. off, it's for review purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. I deserve that, Pete. So you deserve and that. You deserve Thank you. The... You were quite gentle in the end. It must have been the lube. I was. It was good lube. <laughs> you always lube it up. Right? Oh, you'd know if I was bloody going to go. All targets destroyed. Boom. Nice work, Soldier 76. Hey, let's finish up with a retro pick of the week. Yep. Dan, 
Um, I this is going to be really quick because it doesn't have to be a long one. But uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I came in during the week with a big bloody smile on my face. Yes, why? You did you did actually? Right? Yes, because uh, yesterday you and I went to a place in Perth first first to go and actually have a bit of a putt putt at a new place called Holy Moly Golf, which is around the country in Australia. Pete, you were the first person in Perth. To play the Back to the Future hole. I now, was. That is massive. It was man. massive. So uh, it was very good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. But uh, look, on my way out to the place to have a bit of a bash, I stopped by um, a Vinnie's store to do a bit of op shopping to pick up a couple of just fun golfing things, right? Yep. Found a Greg Norman shirt for six bucks. That, that is a bargain, PS. Um, so that was fun. But while I was in there, I was like, oh, I'll have a look at the, to see if there's any games around. Mm. Lo and bloody behold. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't read about it. Mm. I couldn't believe it. Um, what's, another what's another one? What's another one? Stone the Crows. Stone the Crows. Um, God, there's one that you always say, which is... Uh, what am I, a ham sandwich? That's, that's, <laughs> what I'll am I, a ham sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got nothing to do with this. It's the wrong toad for this sort of that's thing. True. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Um, I, it, was, it was amazing. Uh, so there were a heap of PC games there, all in their boxes still. For I did sweet see this. FA. Right, so let me go through these yeah, for you. Yeah, go, right? go. Star Wars Battlefront. The original. The original. Four bucks. Still in the box. Are you kidding? No. Uh, Call of Duty World at War. Now The original. Now, this, this is, how's this, right? This is going back a ways. This has still got the sticker from the original sale place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was Electronics Boutique. Oh, God. Right, not even EB. No. Electronics Boutique. Yes. Eighty nine ninety five, four bucks. Oh. Call of Duty two, right? Uh, this was from a JB Hi-Fi, and it was. It's still got the original sticker on it, and the original sticker says, "I oh, saw it twenty seven ninety nine. So somebody must have bought it. Um, bargain basement. Yeah, bargain basement. Mm. Um, still, Velcro is still nice on that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, four bucks. Call of Duty four Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah? Yep. Four bucks. This one, couldn't believe it. Collector's Edition, Doom, the Ultimate Doom Trilogy, the Ultimate Doom, Doom 2, and Final Doom, and also includes preview content for Doom 3. Four bucks. So you're telling me for the for the princely sum of 20 bucks, yep. you got five original inbox games. Yep. And just beautiful looking, still um, in really nice condition, Somebody's obviously just gone. Well, I don't need these anymore. That I don't is know, they just fan flog them off. Fucking tacit, but mate. just bloody, I couldn't believe it. So I just wanted to throw this out there and say, um, go and do some op shopping. Yeah, if you're, if you're into retro collecting or just want a bit of a blast from the past, you might get lucky like I did. Yeah, four dollars for each of these, and there's probably around about at recommended retail from when they came out. There's got to be. Uh, Five eights of it's gonna be four hundred dollars worth of games there, and bloody good on you, Pete, because you've helped out charity at the same time. Thank you, Dan. You haven't um, gone to the man like a cash converter or something. You've gone no. to a good, honest, good Sammy's and, right, or Vinny, sorry, and um, bloody spent some money, and the community gets that back, and you get your. Uh, what are the boxes like? I know you're mad, um, mad for box condition. Um, I look that all of these are in really good nick yeah. for their age. Yeah. I mean, the collector's edition for Doom is in. Yeah. It's it's spotless. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So how long did it take you before you put them up on Gumtree? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I walked out of the store. Yet. <laughs> yeah. No, you won't. No, really, no, no. Really these get... aren't these aren't going up on Gumtree. You know what, so. Pete? If we're still lucky enough to be doing this in in thirty years' time, which yeah. I'd say we will be, because what else are we going to do? 
I can't wait to, I think what this podcast will end up gravitating towards, uh, recording at your man cave. I think that's a great idea because you we will can have play some games. I, I think some... your goal will be, the, the, I'm going to give you a, a life goal, Pete, a bucket list item. Okay. I want you to have Perth's ultimate man cave for gaming. Ooh, Jesus, Dan, you bloody. And I think you will. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go as far as say Australia. All right. All right. You're on. I am more than happy to yeah. take that challenge up. I understand now if your wife Liz never wants to speak to me again. Oh, it's been a lot. That's been a long time coming. Ever <laughs> yeah. since you promised us a barbecue. No, I'll go, I'll, I'll got some that too. Piss I'll, off! You've I'll, got I'll, some. I will after no, that, after. you tell me now. You tell me now in front of all the I, game on AUS community. I've got a weekend. For those of you who don't know, hang on a sec. For those mm. of you who don't know, right? At last year's Christmas party, last year's, Dan was word. pissed as a fart. Coming, he's off. Guilty. You. Yeah, I should, you should, I should have you for a barbecue. I'm going to have you over for a barbecue. <laughs> and we're going to cook a barbecue. Sausages are going to be great. And the girls are going to love it. The kids are going to play together. The barbecue will be good. Yeah. Here we are, fucking 12 months down the track. In fact, our Christmas party is tomorrow night. <laughs> so it's 12 months to the day. Which I'm not going to, by the way. So Yeah, you wouldn't because no. you don't want to bloody... Shame, shame, shame. shame. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pete, um, I've been... F I've got some forced leave I have to take. So we've got three weeks at home over... December New Year's, so I'm thinking even a weeknight. I'm busy. Oh. <laughs> no, we'll sort it out. All Thank right, you. we'll sort it out. All right, all right, dude. I think that'll do it, Dan. Mate, what a what a ripper. I mean, I say that every week, but that one was a ripper. That one mate. was a bloody ripper. Thank you so much if you've gotten to this end of the podcast for listening all the way through. We appreciate your time. <laughs> we hope you're there. <laughs> um, hello to you at uh, andrewhogue.com. That yes. is h a u g dot com. If you want to go and have a look at that. Uh, the Australia's biggest online metal radio station. Metal yeah. goes so good with gaming. Doesn't it? Um, and gaming goes so good with metal. So yeah. we appreciate your ears and appreciate you being across it as well for the live show, which you're listening to right now. Could even be at iHeartRadio as well. And also the great community there, 11,000 odd members on Facebook. So uh, we appreciate your ears, guys. Thank you very much. Yep. And Andrew Hogue for having us on. Um, shout out to PLE Computers, the Blue Planet PR team, and now, Dan, EA. Oh, man. Feels good. I've it? got a stirring in my loins, mate. So do I. Mm. So uh, yes, really, really nice. Um, Qantas and Jetstar. You're going to find us. Uh, we're not far off from having a, a brand new upload um, for you to listen to when you get onto a flight very oh, soon. Thank so. God. All those trips I've taken to LA in the last three months. Oh, yeah, I know. New. I'm surprised you're here. <laughs> um, so yes, really, really good. Uh, and we appreciate everything that these uh, these companies and everything are doing for us and, and partnering with us. Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah, it's been it's bloody great. We're mm. loving it. Um, GameOnAUS.com. Check out the story that are on there uh, as we speak. The Game On AUS Facebook page needs your likes. We are seven likes away from hitting 1,000. And um, I forgot to mention, uh, Daniel Visser from Wicked Witch Software, the guys yes. behind AFL Evolution. They, yes. we, we received the package from them. We've yes. got a copy of AFL Evolution to yeah. add to the 1,000 member giveaway. So yeah. thank you very much. Um, as well as uh, what PLE are throwing in and a couple of other bits and pieces too. So mm. that's great. Um, the closed groups, God Mode and Destiny 2 Clan and, of course, Destiny 2 Clan on Bungie. Get along there. We've just hit level four and you can be a part of uh, all of the rewards that come along with it. So um, it's going to be really good because uh, Curse of Osiris, the next DLC, comes out inside the next couple of weeks. Yeah, right. So we've got something to look forward to. Yeah, cool. Um, we'll see you on twitch.tv slash pdpowerup and, uh, and also on some Facebook Lives. I'm going to start broadcasting some uh, Super Mario Odyssey, I think, mm, Dan. Awesome. Um, and look out for the Star Wars Battlefront 2 um, review mm. now that we've got our first key to do it, which yep. is really exciting. Yep. Um, going to be approaching that from a point of if you weren't to spend any money on microtransactions, 
Is it worth the price of admission? Well, actually, I'm very interested because I'm not planning to spend any money on microtransactions. Okay. So. so that's that's where we're going to approach this one from. Sounds good. Um, because, look, the, the microtransaction chat is a long one. It's been ongoing for ages. You've probably already got your opinion about it. and mm. um, So we're going to we're gonna approach this review from, is it worth just getting the game for the yep. sake of getting the game? Yep. All right. Simple as that. Sounds good. All right, uh, that'll do us for another week. Uh, don't forget, if you live in Perth or you're making your way over here this weekend, the Perth Games Festival is on. Make sure you check out Perth Games Festival online on Facebook. Go and say hi to the guys and uh, they'll sort you out. It's free to go and check it out. Perth Town Hall. Um, that's it. Have a fantastic weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, do not forget to save.